All right. Welcome once again to another episode of Sports Therapy with F.H. Jr. This is week number four in our show. Also week number four with the NFL. Like to thank all our uh, sponsors. Of course, you know, we have two major sponsors here. That is Train Touch Muscle Therapy, along with my favorite drink, Crown Royal. All right, let's get the show underway. Now, 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 now. <laughs> so let's start out with the rules for the rule breakers. For those who like to live life lawless, these be the rules, as my little niece used to say. Now, sports therapy is sports therapy entertainment only please do not call me doctor although i am a certified counselor but i have not earned the right to be a to be called doctor so don't call me dr hammond just call me the fh friends who know me close you can call me uh, uh well you can call me what you want but just don't call me late for lunch also um keep in mind callers will have two minutes to rip rent or kick some knowledge or laugh about all things nfl related but also keep in mind that we do not on own sports therapy with F.A. Jr. We don't talk about race relations. We don't talk politics. We don't give a fat rat's butt about what the Republicans are doing, nor do we care what the Democrats are doing. We just talk sports, NFL, and NFL only. Keep in mind that uh, you have two minutes. Now, of course, you know, if, um, if you're in the middle of a good rant, <laughs> I am not going to be the person that ever stop a person in the middle of a good rant. So if your little rant goes above two minutes, I will let you have the floor. Now, we don't talk sexual relations, uh, sexual orientation. We don't get into any of that. We just keep it, uh, we just keep it moving. This is sports entertainment. Now, 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 now. I expect to get some calls from my cowboy fans. Because <laughs> I've been talking more than the law will allow. <laughs> I had to hit my own cousin bear because I've been talking more than the law will allow. So I expect to hear from those Cowboy fans. And yes, the Cowboys beat my commanders today. So you know what? <laughs> I'm not sponsoring this, but I am prepared to eat my crow. And if I must eat crow, then... <laughs> I like my crow with Louisiana hot sauce, okay? Because I hear crow goes down better with hot sauce. So there we go. So, uh, Cowboy Nation, <laughs> if you want to file some shots at me, I'm ready. I'm a big boy. But I will be doing some ripping and some ranting and, and all that good stuff. So we're going to talk about, uh, but I'm going to talk about the Cowboys in the uh, Commander game uh, maybe later on in the show. But right now. Want to get a little double uh, brief about uh, what's been going on. Um, for example, I want to start off, and you guys know, as I said, when it comes to the show, this is a, a fan-driven show. I, I love it when my callers call. I get my, my juice from the callers. But just in case we don't have callers or callers don't come in at a certain amount of time, of course, you know, I will take the football on the two yard line and try to get it across without fumbling. In other words, if I have to carry the show, I will. Do I want to? No, I don't, but I would rather fought callers to call in and let's talk football. But I want to start off by talking about last Thursday night's game. And last Thursday night game, that was a game. And keep in mind, like I tell my guests, I don't just uh, wing this show. <laughs> I actually do some research. And you know, and I I try to watch all the games. Do I? Uh, I try to give it my best. And I try my best to watch all the games. And I usually hang out at my favorite spot, which is Buffalo Wild Wing. And that's a shameless plug for Buffalo. But, hey, at the end of the day, that's kind of where I kick it, along with all my, uh, <laughs> my friends and, and listeners and future listeners and all that good stuff. But I want to talk about last Thursday night game, and that featured the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. And I always get mispronounced their name. Bengals, Bengals, whatever the hell. And they took on the Miami Dolphins. Now, I'm not going to get so much into talking about the score of the game because um, everybody knows the Bengals won. But I'm more concerned about, because, you know, in this show, we can rip, rant, kick some knowledge or just laugh. But I found uh, I found nothing to laugh about at that game. So I'm going to probably rip, uh, do a little ripping for the NFL if, 
for not stepping in uh, earlier. And I'm talking about the situation involving Tua. Now, of course, you know, I'm like everybody else. When I try to put, put, uh, pronounce his name, I'll probably screw it up. But uh, Tua Tungavailova. Hey, that sounds pretty good. I guess I got it down. But what I witnessed was um, if anybody saw that game, and like I said, I don't have a medical background, although I do have a, a background in, in, in the world of counseling, and I have seen enough traumas in my life as far as uh, having to um, get involved with crises of, of uh, different natures. But that particular play where uh, I believe it was one of the uh, the defensive, uh, maybe in a defensive tackle, you know, anyway, uh, the, <clears throat> that was a a play where Tua was dropping back. I think he was trying to uh, throw a pass downfield. Uh, one of the the uh, players for the Bengals uh, managed to get a sack on him, but th- it was a violent tackle. But keep in mind, football is a violent game. You know, hell, it is what it is. But um, he was taken down, and I saw where he hit his head on the uh, – on, on on the field and right about that moment I saw his muscles because I've seen enough people get knocked out in in in, in my uh in my lifetime and I just saw like his his muscles just seized up and his fingers was looking all you know it was just it was scary and I knew for myself I was like wow that's that's a major injury a major injury but what 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 startled me was the previous game there was a previous game that he played in and there was a scene where he got hit. He got up. The guy was actually stumbling back and forth to where they had to pick him up. And he stumbled back to the, uh, to the huddle and one of his teammates signaled to the, uh, to his side for, Hey, you know, we need someone to come out. And, and so he went out and I guess they went through the, the uh, NFL protocol for concussions or whatever. And I don't know who in the hell, who in the hell approved him to go back out on the field during that game. Because it was obvious, you know, like I said, I I don't have a medical background, but it was obvious that that was a major injury. And I don't know what the hell happened, but somehow he was, they sent him back out there. He he completed the the game. And, uh, and, and so, Instead of allowing him to not play, they allowed him to play Thursday night. Now, I know that this guy, they didn't diagnose it as a concussion, but I know damn well it was. But for them to allow that young man, because one thing about athletes, you don't ask an athlete, can he go back? Can he continue to play? Hell, they wired to always say, yeah, I'm not going to let my team down. I'm not going to let myself down, family, whatever. So when it's like that, I'm going to always say, I want to play. Can you go back out? Yeah, coach. Yeah. Sometimes we have to make the call for the athlete who cannot make the call for themselves. So they allowed him to go back and finish that game last week. And then he played in the game this Thursday night. So whoever gave the green light for him to, to be in the game, they should lose their. Now I understand, you know, as old saying, you know what rolls downhill. So I understand that they did uh, fire, I guess, the new the neurosurgeon or whatever the hell the the, the guy's title is. And uh, supposedly these people are supposed to be independent, so they're not supposed to be able to be influenced by the team, the owner, whatever. They're supposed to make an independent call. So somewhere along the line, I I don't know, was the guy was influenced or whatever, but he did allow Tua to go back out and play last week. And then he was allowed to start the game this Thursday. To me, that was just a continuation of the last injury. So now he's out. No one knows how long he's going to be out. But like I said, I'm I'm not a doctor, but I just know it didn't pass the eye test or the smell test. And that was, now we want to call this a rant for the day. Yeah, hell, it's a rant because that was unprofessional. And to me, I just think they didn't have the best interest of the player. Just saying. Caller, welcome to Sports Therapy. Hello. Hello. Who am I speaking to? Jay. Who? Jay. Jay, what's up, Jay? Who's your team? The Saints. <laughs> the Saints. Who that? Who that? Who that? 
Now, I want to talk about those saints because the saints crossed the river, as we call it, the big river, <laughs> a.k.a. the ocean. Saints took on um, that team of which I cannot talk bad about, um, the Vikings, along with um, that quarterback that I promised my daughter that I wouldn't say anything bad about, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. And um, it was announced early that the Saints were making a quarterback change. Jay, what do you think about that? I think it's good. We needed something new. I mean, no, we didn't win, but, hey, we looked better today than we did last few, few games. So I, I I like the change, and I I really want to see him play, um, um, Andy play again, start again. So you want them to keep Andy uh, or Andy Panda in the starting lineup? Yes, I do. Because I can tell you what I saw in that game. I saw Kirk do the usual stuff that used to drive me crazy when he was our Redskin football team commander quarterback. And I always tell people, Kirk throws a lot of empty yards from the 20 to the 20, then he'll throw a freaking interception. But um, Andy did, you know, uh, what I've seen for the Saints this year, they start off, they're always playing from behind. And I don't know, it's, is that a, a, a Jameis? Because, you know, there's two, they say there's two Jameis. He's, he, uh, you know, there's famous Jameis and there's infamous Jameis. <laughs> so I think, which Jameis have we been seeing so far this year, Jay? Oh, my goodness. The one that needs to sit down for a minute. <laughs> so I think, I think that's infamous Jameis. <laughs> And, and I, I think the book on 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 Jameis Winston is he has a big strong arm. He can make all the throws, except for people question his judgment because there seems to be his interception. They just come in cycles. He may go right. he may go a couple of games where he's looking great. Then all of a sudden he may th- he may throw three or four interceptions in uh, in one game. And I know it drives you crazy. It drives all the Saints fans crazy. But these back those back to back losses, they hurt. Boy. And I, and, I, and I like seeing uh Andy play. He was he was really good. Yeah, we lost, but hey. Be all right. Keep Andy in there. But what you saw something positive? I did. <laughs> Keep Andy in the game. Keep Andy in the game. Well, you know what? Drive I, the bus. Huh? <laughs> you want your boy on the bus? Just drive the bus. Oh, you yeah, okay. Because um, I I was watching the game today, and it looked like it was going to go into uh, to uh, overtime. Because now I admit, during the game, I always ask people, you know, when the game started, what is your what what was your game meal? Are you when you when you tailgating? So I was, you know, I was barbecuing, getting my cue ready, and I'm like, okay, this is going to be overtime, so I'm going to come back and watch. Um, because this was an early game, if for those who who just didn't know. Uh, the the game was on the NFL Network, and it started off at uh, I think it was eight thirty Central, which is uh, where where I'm located. And uh, it was an early game, and I think that's what what's that's what's going to be happening in a couple of weeks. I it may be started this week. I think uh, there'll always be a, an early game overseas, but that game started at eight thirty. And what I thought was going to be overtime, I thought it was going to be overtime because the Saints uh, they went down with about. Oh, less than two minutes left, scored a uh, field goal. And I'm thinking, okay, we got some overtime here. So, hey, I can go and get my cue ready and and then come back. And when I came back inside, the Vikings were kicking a, a, a field goal. And they kicked the field goal and they won the game. How you feel about that, Jay? I'm all right with it. At least it was – it wasn't bad. It wasn't a blowout. Nothing like that. It wasn't like last time. Uh game before it ended. So I'm okay with that. So it didn't have y'all heated. Tighten up some things. Tighten up some things and it'll be all right. Keep Andy in the game. You know who else I, 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 I saw when they made that change? I actually saw a Tayshawn Hill sighting. <laughs> I actually, Tayshawn Hill got in the game, made some plays, and looked like the old Tayshawn Hill, you know. And and that was that was good. It's almost like okay, the reason that the, the, the Saints can't get back to being the old Saints is because that's old saying. The team goes as the quarterback goes, and the team goes as your offensive line. If you got an offensive line, you can compete. 
if you have a quarterback, you've got to always have a quarterback. And I just, if, even if your quarterback is a bus driver, at least you have some type of stability. And, and I just think right now, Jameson just wasn't giving that to you guys. Right. So now, uh, is there going to be a quarterback controversy? Nah, keep keep Andy in there. No controversy. Keep Andy in there. I, I think y'all gonna have a, a quarterback controversy. Y'all need to have open tryouts. <laughs> I don't know about already. <laughs> well, Jake, it was nice talking to you. Appreciate you calling in and uh, keep up to who that uh, who that. All right. All right. Thank you. If you're just tuning in, this is Sports Therapy with F.H. Jr. So if you want to know who in the heck, uh, what the heck am I listening to, you're listening to Sports Therapy with F.H. Jr. Now, if you want to call and you want to be a live call in, if you call in, I will put your behind right on the air right now. You can talk about your team. So if you want to call, the number to call and you will be on air, that is 940-329-4110. Make that call and we will put you hot on the air. And you can talk about your team, the other team, and all things NFL related. All right. Now, um, Jade called in. And uh, as you can see, she's a big Who Dat fan. And uh, she was, obviously, <laughs> she wants to keep, uh, she's happy with that change. She want to do like Michael Jackson. She want to make that change. Na 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 na. <laughs> make that change. Make that change, Saints. Now, granted, like I said, well, like I was telling uh, um, Jay, Andy seems to bring stability to the position. You know, there was a sense of everybody kind of not waiting for a mistake to be made. Uh, now, I would say, given if you give him a little bit more time to practice, practice with the um, the starters, I think he'll be uh, a little bit more polished. Because, because when you're the backup, the 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 playbook isn't totally open to you like it is with the starters, and it's just like uh, coaches got to coach by how they feel. So I just think he did look, uh, and he's no rookie, you know. Truth be told, he he's a almost like a 12, what, 13-year starter in the NFL. So he has some skins on the wall. So that was a that was a really good pickup when they picked up uh, uh, Andy Dalton, to be honest. I, I wouldn't have mind if, hell, if we had picked up Andy Dalton over a certain person that we have and, and all that good stuff. But um, it is what it is. Now, I have been saving. You know, I'm going to save this for I'm gonna circle back and talk about um, the uh, Cowboys Commander game because that's gonna run my blood pressure up. <laughs> uh, so right now, let, let's let's run through some scores here. Starting with last Thursday night scores, we had uh, Bengals over Dolphins, twenty-seven to fifteen. Vikes over the Saints, who that who that? And this was across the pond, twenty-eight to twenty-five. And that was the game I was talking to when I told Jay that. Um, you know, I was getting ready to do a little barbecue and looked like they was going to go into overtime with less than a minute left. Came back inside. The Vikes were kicking the field goal. So they won 28 to 25. So far this year, it's like scores have been down. I don't know why, but that, maybe that's just the new, new NFL. Falcons over the Browns. The Falcons over the Browns. Now, I got to keep an eye on those Falcons because we have to play them later on. And to be honest, I had the Falcons penciled in as like an easy victory. So, and they run hot and cold. This week they beat the uh, the Browns 23-20. to 20. And it pains me to say this. Cowboys 25, Commanders 10. We're going to circle back and talk about that game. Seahawks Saints, Seahawks Lions. I don't know who was playing defense in that game because neither team were. Seahawks took it 48-45, to 45. Titans 24, Colts 17, the Giants, Giants over Bears 20-12. Is there a problem with Chicago? Is there a problem in Chicago? Well, they lost to, they lost to the Giants today. And that team that is, that is currently number one in our division, the Eagles. Are the Eagles for real? 
Well, I guess we just have to say, yeah, until somebody knocked him off the mountaintop, the Eagles seem to have the right formula. For all those who've been hating on my man Jalen Hurst, which I was one of them, I wasn't hating on him because I, I, you know, I followed Jalen's career all the way from Alabama to Oklahoma, and and I actually didn't think that uh, I didn't think he would transition to become a good NFL quarterback, and that was because not that I didn't think he had the skills, I just think Alabama didn't really develop him as a passer. And when he went to OU, he only had like one year, and I and, and and I think they started to develop him as a passer, and now he is a full grown throw the ball through the windows open passer. So, hey, I'm proud of him. Big ups. Only time I don't want the Eagles to win <laughs> is when they play in my team. So, hey, I, I like what I'm seeing out of the Eagles. So they won the day they beat the Jags, twenty nine to twenty one. Now that was a game. Just because the Eagles had to come from behind. I watched a little bit of that game. The Jags, and that was a game that was playing in the elements. Um, Trevor Lawrence threw a couple of key interceptions. They had some key turnovers there. So the Eagles' defense, and their defense has been consistent. So their defense showed up, played well. And um, I always tell people, the Jags are going to beat a lot of teams. They are going to beat a lot of teams. I'm just glad we beat them first because they run hot and cold. When they're on, they can play with anybody in the league. And when they're off, they can be beat by anybody in the league. So uh, they took it on the chin today, 29 to 21. And somebody call and check on my homeboy, Glenn, because he still is lost again. My homeboy still is lost again. And he might just be too upset to call because last time I talked to him, man, he said, man, my team lost. He took it so, so bad. He had to take a personal day. Well, uh, Steeler Nation. Now, you guys travel, but the Steelers, you guys lost today to the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 24-20. to 20. Now, I know the Steeler fans had that game penciled in as a victory. I'd like to say big uh, send a shout-out to the uh, Steel Pole Nation that hangs out at my favorite place, Buffalo Wild Wing. But things are looking kind of gloomy for the Steelers. But, ladies and gentlemen, the Steelers made a change today. They made a change. They made a change. Steelers made a change. Woo, drum roll, please. Because they switched quarterbacks. And for those who, um, I'm sure Mitchell don't, Trubisky don't have a a lot of people out there that's really disappointed that, uh, they sit his butt on the bench, <laughs> but they did. And, and, and truth be told, still a nation were, were calling for his head on a, on a platter for a while because he just cannot move the ball. And I'm thinking, hell, if we're going to go down, let me go down with my rookie. We're going to take our lumps, which they did. You know, they're going to take some lumps. He's going to throw a few interceptions until he finally get because with a rookie, you just have to throw him out there and, and let them either sink or swim. Um, young man came out, uh, uh, and so he came out and that's the one that, uh, my homeboy called the, the 28 year old Ricky. <laughs> so, but he came out still as a rookie quarterback. First, uh, first pass that he attempted interception, <laughs> interception. but they were down by uh, close to two touchdowns at the halftime. So they made the change. In fact, it was like 10 to 3. 10 to 3 in favor of the JETS, 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 Jets. And this was in Steeler Nation. It was a home game. So can you imagine losing to the Jets, being embarrassed at home, being embarrassed at home, and and so they had to make some changes. So they were calling for uh, my man head on the platter. So they made the change. They uh, they went from uh, uh, Mitchell to uh, the quarterback, and he brought him back. They had the lead. Uh, they couldn't hold on, and so they ended up losing that game to uh, the Jets. Just, just, just. So I don't know where the Steel Nation is going to go from there, but they can only go up because they just switched quarterbacks. All right, now this was a game that now I know there is a. There's one fan out there. I've been knowing him a long time. I've been knowing the family. Brother Cooper. Brandon. Brandon, if you can hear me, 
keep your head up because he's a big time Raven fan. The Bills beat the Ravens today. Now, and you guys know the gist of the show is always to either call, rip, rant, kick some knowledge about all things football related. Then the option of the game is always to win. The object is always to win. We play to win the game. Ravens had the ball inside the, the uh, Bills territory. The game was tied. Now, we played to win the game. So, coaches, Harbaugh, Coach Harbaugh, explain this to me. It is fourth and goal from the freaking Five-yard line, coach. You have a chance to kick the field goal and win. And, and win because you're going to be ahead. You, the game was 20 to 20. They had a chance to kick the field goal and take the lead with less than four minutes left. Coach decided, hey, we're going to go for the touchdown. And failed to, to uh, they fell, didn't make the touchdown. <laughs> so the Bills go down and score. What gets me is that one of the Ravens players on defense. Now, people don't understand. When you're on defense, defense, you're at a disadvantage anyway, okay? It seems like because the game is really catered toward the offense. People don't come to stadiums and watch defense. They won't score. They like the long ball. They won't, they like excitement. Yeah, there's some uh, some stars on the defensive side. There's a few big personalities, but at the end of the day, we want to be entertained. We want to watch. We want to watch. Um, you know, long runs. We want to watch uh, quarterback dropping back, connecting with receivers. We don't want um, a bunch of holding and whatever. We want the game clean. So that's why the the, the actual NFL favors it favors the uh, the offense. So when you have a chance to kick a field goal and win the game and the coach elects not to and go for a, a score, either way, if they had made the touchdown, great. If they had kicked the field goal, they would have been ahead. So one of the defensive backs, uh, Peters, he was so pissed off they had to hold him back because he wanted to kick the coach's butt. And I don't think I would have been holding him back. You know, like, because the coach made, and at the end of the day, hey, the coach gets to make the call, and we got to ride with whatever the coach say. But doesn't mean that I have to agree with it. And that is a good way, Coach Harbaugh, to lose your locker room because the players are going to always be thinking about, man, why didn't we just kick the freaking field goal? Why didn't we kick the field goal? Wow. So, mm. Let's talk Chargers and Texans. Um, I, I I know H-Town Bridget, that's her team, Texans, and she told me, hey, that's the, uh, I guess that's the local feed that they get in Houston. So that's her team. I know she loves those, those uh, Steelers, but right now, uh, the Texans, they're a young team. They got a young quarterback. Remember, um, their quarterback, who can't play, went to the Browns, and he's, you know, He's suspended or whatever we want to call it, but he can't play. But the the Texans are moving on. They have a new young quarterback. Uh, they're trying to make it do what they do, as they say. But um, they took the loss. They took the L today. The game that I was watching had me uh, – the day that I decided that I wanted to sit my man, uh, Tyler. The day I'm going to sit him for my fantasy team is the day that he has a pretty good game. And they win. I'm like, come on, Murray. Yeah. Did they give him back his, his video game? So or something like that. So um, there is a rumor about the Panthers that their coach is going to not be coming back after this year. So I don't know if he's just kind of like uh, getting his resume ready or what. But uh, Panthers lost to the Cardinals 26-16. Raiders over Broncos 32-23. I don't know about the scores, man. It seemed like they're up and down. Uh, teams are up and down. Everybody's up and down. The whole world is up and down. It's just an upside-down world. Um, I know next week we play. I don't even want to talk about next week. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> it's 
So, without any further delay, after I uh, come with this good commercial, then I'm going to talk about my Ravens. I'm going to talk about the Ravens. I'm going to revisit that. And then I'm going to talk about the Commanders. So, let me talk a little bit about Train Touch Muscle Therapy. If you are in the Dallas Metroplex, if you're just visiting, my friends, you need to you need to go by Train Touch Muscle Therapy. Now, I always give you guys some information, but I never really just give you the location. Let me give you all the location. That's 4036 Lemon Avenue, Suite 101, and that is in Dallas, Texas. If you're looking for a quality massage, you need to go to Train Touch Muscle Therapy. As for Earl. And they will give you the hookup, especially if you say you heard it from Sports Therapy with F.A. Jr. And the number that you need to call is 469-754-1232. That's Train Touch Muscle Therapy. All right. Now, 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 without any further delay, I have got to talk about the game between... My commanders, my commanders, my commanders. I had to ponder a long time because I have been talking more stuff. <laughs> I have. I, see, I work with a lot of Cowboy fans. I live with some Cowboy. I got Cowboy fans in my family. Hell, the owner is from the same state. What's up, Jerry? So, and I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on with the commanders for some strange reason. Now, I, I, I like the fact that we made some changes because I was concerned. Yeah, we have injuries. And this is what I tell people. I always say the NFL season don't get started until game freaking 15 or game eight because that's the halfway mark. You either got injuries or you're starting to heal from injuries. So that's what I tell people. The game don't really get started until you at the halfway mark. So if you're up around 500, you know, maybe a little bit below 500, then you, you know, you're good. So right now, we took an L. The commanders, the Redskins, the football team, hell, all three of us took an L today. And we lost to the Cowboys. To the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> now, I always tell people, I try to be as, as impartial as possible, but I am a fan. I, I don't hide it, man. I'm a fan. You, you tell by the uniform, standard uni I wear. Got the cool beard, offset by the hat, commanders all the way around. So I don't hide the fact that I, I am a, a card-carrying commander fan. But I'm trying to figure out who am I going to rip or rant kick some knowledge or laugh hell i just might cry <laughs> because what i saw now i was happy with our defense somewhat i was happy with our defense we stopped the run we held up strong we 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 we, we, we bent but we didn't break except for a few calls and and, and right now i gotta revisit that because I was looking at the stats. I was looking at the stats. Now, Cowboy fans, I'm not going to come on here and, and, and B and G and gripe and, and stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, a, a, a win is a win. But I was concerned with the fact that you guys had four penalties call against the Cowboys. And it was only for a total. And they each. Each time the referee would, would, would throw a, a flag on the Cowboys or any type of penalty, it would only be for like five yards. So I think for the total, might have been 20 yards. Five yards apiece. If something may have been false start, da 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 or maybe a holding, because holding is only a five-yard penalty. Pass interference, that's a spot foul, I believe. So, but yet, but yet, we had like, I don't know, 12, 13 calls for 160, over 160 uh, freaking yards. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. 
because I saw where, now granted, Carson is a wild ride, and I'm going to circle back and talk about that. But I saw plays where the game was not called equally. And people say, well, F.A., you just a sore loser. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah. We lost. And I ain't like it. I ain't like it at all. But I don't mind losing. But at the end of the day, let the guys play, man. Let them play. Because there were, there were a, um, we had two interceptions. Each one were called back. Each interception called back. Hmm. My man Wentz threw a couple of deep bombs. The guy, it was blatant pass interference. Because, see, you can call pass interference on every call. You really can. You can make that call, basically. Because every time the receivers go out, the cornerbacks in the safety, they are going to be hand-fighting. You know, hand fighting, grabbing the arm, keeping the guy from bringing his arm up to make the catch. You can make that call on every play. But you have to be able to, as as an official, because I'm ripping the officials right now. Y'all want to know who the hell I'm ripping? I'm ripping the officials starting. Because you have to be able to know when you all are affecting the outcome of the game. See, I used to referee a while back in the day. And I always, when I had two close teams playing, I never wanted to make a call that was going to impact the game. I always wanted to be settled on, I was, I was refereeing basketball game. So I always wanted to be settled on the court. And I tell the guy, hey, if you go to the whole week, I'm not going to give you some little ticky tack file, but you, you got to go to the whole strong. If the guy look like he's going to rip your arm out of socket, I'm going to give you a call. But I'm saying when a game is like a tight game, like we had today, refs, come on, let the guys play because what, and, and granted, I got to give it to the Cowboys. They had a game plan there. When they found out that, Hey, we just, th- we can get chunk plays, throw it up there and give our guys a chance. And the referee may make a call. That's part of the strategy. I can't get mad at the Cowboys for that. I really can't. I got to applaud them. Because at the end of the day, you do what you need to do to win the game. You do what you need to do to win the game. So if you know that you're getting some home cooking, if you know you're getting home cooking, hey, get your plate neat. It's home cooking. It should be good. (laughs) And so that's what we had. It was just, you know, when you look at the discrepancy with the penalties, you got one team getting called for over 160 yards of penalties where the other team, the home team, get a total of 20. As my grandma used to say, there's a dead cat on the line, (laughs) which means something stinks. Something is wrong with that, the way the game was officiated. Yeah. Now, there are some things that I saw that I like. We did make some adjustments. Carson still holds on to the ball too long. He didn't fumble. But when you are a, a, a quarterback and you're that season, it is hard to break old habits because under pressure, he will uh, go back to his old habits, which is holding the ball and not getting rid of the ball. Because we had one one play, which 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 ended up being a, a intentional grounding play. It was like, dude, you're outside of the pocket. Throw the freaking ball in the stands. Throw it and hit a fan in the head. Hell, I don't care. Get, get rid of it. Nah, he held on to it. Didn't get the ball back to the line of scrimmage, and, and you know, we took a uh, penalty. Now, I, I, I like the fact that the run game was, was uh, you know, we, we had a good running game. Now, Cowboys made adjustments, and that's what you're supposed to do. They came out at halftime and they shut, they shut down that running around the ends because we were doing it. We had to run game. Then we started to go with the quick offense, which is, uh, and it seems to me that Carson Wentz seems to play better in a uh, an offense like that where he don't really have to think. He can just react because I think when he was a quarterback, if I can remember, when he was a quarterback for the Eagles, um, that's kind of how their offense was. You know, they didn't do a lot of, really sitting around thinking too much. I think he's more of a guy that just plays better when he just reacts. And that's probably why uh, we seem to score better in the second half because, hell, we always seem to be behind. 
And so he can't think. He just had to go and play. Only problem, he is terribly, terribly, terribly in, in, inaccurate. Guys are open, and he'll just sell it over the head, throw it at their feet. So I'm saying this. Is it time for us to do like the Steelers? When they set Mitchell Trubisky's butt on the bench after poor performance and bought in the rookie, Kenny Pickey, I think after the day, we are, I believe, one and three. I'm not ready to hit the panic button. But I'm moving the panic button, the panic button very, very close. I'm I got the panic button in my hand. I'm not ready to push it yet. So I'm thinking, if we go one and freaking four, then it's time to sit Carson butt. It's time to sit Carson butt and go with all rookie. That's what I truly believe. I truly believe that. I got a call that was trying to call. Um, if we go one and one and four, then I believe it's time to make a change and it's time to sit Carson and, and go with the rookie. Because you we have to find out what do we have in this rookie. And if we're going to, and y'all know we can't say tank, we're not going to tank. But if we <laughs> if we lose a lot of games, then hey, because there are a lot of talented young quarterbacks coming up, man. I'm telling you, it is going to be a, a quarterback year, okay? So at some point, you got to say, you know what? Yeah, we may not be that good this year. Now, we can either play our rookie and see what we got, but I'll be honest, I would trade the rookie we got right now for one of those youngsters that, that are coming up, the up and coming, because – I like what I see in them. There are a lot of good young quarterbacks. Washington has one. Miami, uh, Kentucky. There are a lot of good young quarterbacks out there. I'm I'm talking about at least five to six. You know, so as the NFL quarterback tree turns over, because a lot of those veteran guys are starting to get up there a little bit. Um, some of them already have their quarterback in waiting, i.e., uh, I, uh, the Green Bay Packers. So, you know, that's kind of how things are. But, um, like I said, I, I had to rip the, the, the refs. And now, this is going to be the third year for our coach, too. Now, I know he's a good family man, and I know the players. Be- now, sometimes it's old school too old for today's players. You know, because at some point, it's just not working, man. It's not. It's not working. Now, I'm not going to do like my homeboy Glenn and burn up all my uh, <laughs> burn up all my, my gear. I'm just saying, like uh, Jay called in, it, it's time for a change, a cool change. Can we get a change? It is time for a change. Let me hit y'all with another commercial here. Discover Crown Royal Blended Canadian Whiskey. Patiently fit for a king. Expertly blended since 1939. After a hard day of crime fighting, I reach for a bottle of Crown Royal, and you know what I say? Go ahead, crown me, baby. Drink Crown Royal responsibly. That is my drink. All right. Now I got my sponsors in, Train Touch, uh... Muscle therapy, great people, great, great quality, great service, and my favorite drink, Crown Royal. But you know when you drink Crown Royal, you got to drink Crown Royal responsibly. <laughs> now, getting back to, and I don't, I didn't want this to be a, a, a F.A. Junior rant <laughs> about the commanders because I wanted to hear from some of my cowboys. I'm surprised they're not calling yeah. Surprised I'm not hearing from my cowboy fan. Maybe maybe they they organizing a parade. I don't know. 
<laughs> maybe maybe they're happy. They're organizing a cowboy parade. It is what it is. But they deserve the glow. They, they, they deserve the glow. Because I was prepared. If we had won, man, I would have been out of control. <laughs> I would have been out of control if we'd won. But you have to look at the big picture. There are some things that I that that I, I saw in today's game that I did like. I like the fact that um, we didn't have all the sex that we had last week against us. So obviously um, we, we had to make some changes there. And like I said, um, Carson Wentz, he's a veteran. He has habits that are hard to break. One is constantly holding on to the ball. And he can't move. And teams have figured that out, that Carson is going to be right there. All you got to do is blitz him up the middle. Now, I remember when he used to be a guy with some speed when he was younger. Now, he ain't no real old dude, but hey, man, he holds on to the ball. And then when he when he decides to run, it's too freaking late. So, that's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying that if um if we go one and four, hey man, bring in my rookie. How you know? I like the fact that he only eats chicken, <laughs> so you, he's gonna be cheap. You don't have to you don't have to buy steaks for him when we make chicken. Give him some chicken. He's good. Give him a chicken commercial. He's good. But my point of it is, he has he will tuck the ball and run. And that's what we need sometimes. You need somebody that's going to run the ball. Tuck the ball and run. Don't just stand there, you know, because the way Carson plays, it hampers the offense. The offense can't really grow because we got some weapons. But it's just that, you know, it's almost like he don't fit in and they're trying to force him to fit in. And it's just like it's just not a good fit, mainly because when we go up tempo, when we go up tempo, we seem to get something something done, you know. But like I said, I'm gonna give all the kudos to the Cowboys because they had a uh, now there was just one play, and I think that was the play that broke our back because we kept uh, it kept being like a a, um, a five point game. They would score a touch, they would score a field goal. We would, we would score a field goal, but we was always a touchdown away from winning. That's what made the game so exciting, and that's probably why I got so pissed off at the refs. It's like, let them play, man. We got a good game here, man. You know, got the Cowboys with all that Cowboy mystique. You got the Redskins. You got you got you got all the ingredients of a good game. You had some hatred. You had you had uh you had the fact that it, it's a rivalry game. It's a conference game. We had the elements of a good freaking game. It's just that the referees kept keeping the teams from really getting into a rhythm. And it's like, come on, man, let them play, man. Stop, stop. Yeah, but that's, it is what it is, though. And like I said, the, the, the play that broke our back was was uh, Cooper Rush when he threw over the middle to my man, who we say is not a number one. When he threw it over the middle to the receiver and he made a touchdown and that pushed it up to over, uh, I think they pushed it up to like a, ooh, I think about a 12-point advantage. And I just knew, I like, okay, unless we get a turnover, which we did. Well, it was the equivalent of a turnover. Um, Cowboys partner, we had him deep in the territory, shanked the ball <laughs> off his right foot. We got the ball on like, the Cowboys 40. And so we're driving the ball down. I'm like, okay, this is going to be interesting. Because I'm texting some of my good Cowboy fans saying, hey, hey, this might get interesting. And before I know it, this is what I understand. Somebody explain to me this because I'm, I'm kind of old school. Why we didn't just run the freaking ball more? Because we got a quarterback that we know that if he stands there, they're going to blitz his socks off. So why we didn't just run the ball on first and second down and let that dictate what your third down is going to be? So we decided we're going to throw it on first down. So now we're like, I don't know, second and eight, which is not good. It's, it's just, the, the, the yard and distance just wasn't good. So we decided we're going to throw it. So now we don't complete that. So now, guess what? We're going to try to throw it again in the down in which Dallas wanted us to be in, which is third and long. So they're going to pin their ears back. And they did. And that's what I would have done, too, if I was a Cowboy fan. 
Now, if I was if I was a cowboy, they pinned their ears back and they blitz Carson because he's he's not going anywhere. He don't have any. Uh, he, he, he's like a statue, and that only works when you uh, when you want uh, Patrick Mahomes. Or if you are, well, now Patrick can move a little bit, but you Tom Brady, guys and Aaron Rodgers, they got a quick release. You can blitz them all day long. You, if you get there, you got them, but if you don't, you're going to pay the price. Carson is not like that. He is very slow, has a slow delivery with the ball, and he tries to, he, he try. He, he, when I think of him, I think of him more as a uh, as Big Ben Roethlisberger. You know, he's going to pat that thing a couple of times, hold it, Wait till somebody get open. You can't do that when you have an offensive line like what we have. They cannot hold up. We got a lot of injuries. We cannot hold up. It's like, dude, just run the freaking ball. And if we get it down to third and whatever, okay, I mean, we can live with that. If it's third and four, you know, down in distance, that's manageable. But if we trying to go third and freaking nine, I was like, we're dead. <laughs> we're, we're, we're dead on that one so i was like oh jesus man what are we doing what are we doing you know but like i said it was it was um it was that that one play over the middle that that was a touchdown because our defense was hanging i'm proud of those guys man i you know i don't care what anybody say about our defense our defensive line showed up you know the the linebackers played decent you know except for my man jackson who i'm calling out and, and 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 here's the thing about it, he had the nerve. Uh, <laughs> our quarterback had the nerve to get mad and say, "Yo, dude, they're showing you grabbing the guy." Now I, I'm good with a with a because cornerbacks. I I used to play cornerback in high school, so yeah, they teach you to kind of grab a little bit, whatever. But when you know this is the play that's going to determine whether you get off the field, I'm not going to just grab grab the guy. You know what I mean? I'm just not. I'm not going to just grab him, grab him. And he did it on three three different plays. And the results were a Cowboy first down that kept the, uh, you know, that kept the yard, that kept the, the Cowboys kept the ball. And and, 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 it, and that way, they capitalized. They did what a team is supposed to do. I can't hate on the Cowboys for that. Now, that don't mean I'm on ten I'm going to attend their uh ticker tape parade. Nah, it ain't happening. But I just know that uh if we go one and four, I'm gonna be one of those people calling for a new quarterback. I'm gonna be one of those people saying, Look, this experiment is not working. Let's put the rookie howl in, let's see what he got. And let's see, is he going to be the man? If he's not going to be the man, then let's just uh, roll with him. And, um, yeah, let, let, let's let's cut uh, Wentz loose, give him his money, <laughs> give him his money, and then let's just cut him loose and see what we're going to do on the other end. Because if we go one and four, the experiment is just not working. Now, I'm sure uh, Coach Rivera is going to say, you know what? We're one and four, but we got a lot of injuries. You know, we have a lot of injuries to the offensive line. We're going to be getting some of those guys back. You know, we're going to be getting uh, uh, Young back. So we're going to be getting our, our, our all-American all defensive end back. Okay, fine. But at the end of the day, you still have a quarterback that makes poor decisions that's very inaccurate. And it's starting to frustrate. It's starting to frustrate uh, your, your receivers because – those guys have egos, and they all want to be able to get the ball, you know, and a lot of them have incentives in their contract. Hey, if I reach this milestone, I get some more cash. If I do this, I get more cash. If I go here, I get more cash. And you can't do that when you're averaging eight points one game, ten points another game. I'm sorry. That means your quarterback is not getting the job done. He's not getting the job done. The, uh, the offensive coordinator you're not getting the job done. Head coach, not getting the job done. So we got to make some changes. The coach ain't going to fire himself. The co- offensive coordinator is not going to uh, sit himself down. He's not going to give the play calling over to the, his assistant. So only thing we can do is look at maybe making a change at the quarterback position. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. 
So when it comes to the Cowboys, like, you know, hey, look, they deserve to win the game. I can't hate on them. <laughs> I can't hate on the Cowboys, man. I can't. Now, now I'm not going to say congratulations. Well, I said it. That's as close I'm going to get right there. But at the end of the day, man, you know, how about them boys? They won. Now, truth be told, I did have a little side bet on the game. Yeah, I had a side bet. Yes, I lost. And I'm going to pay up. But am I still a Commander fan? Yes, I am. Because I'm not fair weather. I am not a fair weather fan. I am a fan to the end. I'm like Chucky. I'm your friend to the end. <laughs> so next week, who we play next week? Oh, I think we can win next week. Next week is winnable. We have um, the Tennessee Titans. I think our style fits Tennessee a, a lot better because they don't really have uh, an experience explosive offensive game except for that that um that runaway milk truck of a running back <laughs> so i think uh i think we can bow up and kind of put some uh you know full of heat on him i think we got a shot at winning that one and then uh the next after that i think we got uh i believe we may have the colts i may be i may be wrong and i don't have the schedule in front of me so like I said, next week for me is going to be make it or break it for my man Carson Wentz. I'm just that's how I feel. If if the guy if if he um you know as the old folks say if he craps the bed one more time <laughs> we got to do something, man. If we go one and four, then it's going to be time for a change. If we go one and four, it will be time for a change. And and I won't be the only one calling for a change. I'm I'm trust me, Redskin Commander Football Nation, they're gonna be hitting up that call too because there are a lot of people weren't happy with that Carson Wentz's um pick when we picked up Carson. What now? A lot of us wasn't in on the backstory of that too, so I can guarantee you we don't know a lot that was going on because I know we did try to get. One of a couple of big name quarterbacks, man. We tried to hell. We even called Kansas City and see, hey, would you guys be willing to let go of my homie? They looked at us like, oh hell no, nah, with hot sauce on it. So then we called. Uh, we tried to get Russell. Hey man, here's a couple of these Loomis trucks. You know those trucks that deliver money. Take a couple of those. Nah, he won't. Nobody would take our money. And then we wanted to get Jimmy G. Jimmy G. He had sh- shoulder surgery, so we couldn't get Jimmy G. So. It's almost like, uh, you know, you go to the prom. You ask a couple of girls, hey, you want to dance? No. Hey, you want to dance? No. Hey, you want to dance? No. So then finally you get to, you down to the last person. Hey, man, you want to dance? Sure. That's the person no one really want to dance with. But since you asked them and they said, yeah, you can't turn them down. <laughs> you got to go and dance. So that's what happened, you know. So we are going to wrap it and cap it for this year for this week. Next week will be will be uh week five of the NFL season and, and, and we'll be coming back and hopefully I'll have a better uh I'll be in better better spirits. Hopefully. Because hopefully we'll have a commander win. But if we don't, the sun gonna gonna rise and the sun gonna set and everything will be good to go. So as I Turn on the music as we prepare to get out of here. All right. This has been another episode of Sports Therapy with F.A. Jr. I would like to say thank you to the country kiddies in the great state, great state of Arkansas, and all the kin folks in Louisiana, better known as the Boot. And then I got some friends and family down there in the SIP. What is the SIP? Mississippi. Then we got the good folks in in, in, in uh, Irving, Arlington, and even those in Mary, Mary O, England, along with those that listen to the show in the great state of Virginia, Redskin Country. 
Thank you all for supporting me. And please continue. Subscribe to my YouTube page along with like us on Facebook. Also tell a friend about face about Sports Therapy with Alfred Jr. Either like us, hate us, but just tune in. And then for those on the yard, yeah, we took it on in the shorts. We lost, but those checks still cash. And remember, always stay golden, baby. <laughs>